Christian Jew Hour is a worldwide ministry presenting Christ as the only Savior for the Jew and the only Savior for the Gentile. And now, here is the founder and director of the Christian Jew Hour, your friend and mine, Dr. Charles Howe. We welcome you to another broadcast of the Christian Jew Hour. We're so pleased to have with us today Tom Worthman, our beloved works among the Jews in Orlando, Florida. Brother Worthman is a former Jewish rabbi. He came to the Messiah a little over four years ago and is now one of our most devoted missionaries. I'm very proud of Tom and the work he has done for our blessed Lord since he became a Christian. Recently, the Lord laid it upon my heart to invite Tom to be our assistant teacher here at the Christian Jew Hour, and he gladly accepted. Now, I know you'll be thrilled to hear the gospel proclaimed by this dynamic young Jewish evangelist who has given his heart and life to Jesus Christ. And now, here is my good friend and brother, our new assistant teacher, Tom Worthman. Thank you, Dr. Health. Shalom uvracha b'shem Adonai Yeshua. Greetings and blessings in the name of Lord Jesus. Dear friends in Christ, today is a very special day in my life and ministry. I praise God and I thank Him for this opportunity to share the gospel with all of you. I really appreciate Dr. House giving me this time on the Christian Jew Hour to teach from God's Word, and I want to thank you, dear listener, for allowing me into your home or car or place of business, for allowing me to bring you the good news from the Holy Scriptures. Beloved in Christ, my style in delivery and preaching may be a little different from that of my good friend, Dr. Health. Having been an Orthodox Jewish rabbi for some years, I will often approach Scripture in a rather unique manner. I will often quote from the Hebrew root words and bring out facts not easily understood without a background in Old Testament in the Hebrew language. As we grow together in the Word, I pray your eyes will be open to even fuller revelation of the wonderful truth which is Christ Jesus. As you get to know me, you'll find that I am in love with my Lord, dedicated to my Savior, and anxious to share my Jesus. I once walked in the darkness of religion and tradition, but by studying the Word of God, I came to know the truth of the Jewish Messiah. His Word says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. As a Jew, as a rabbi, I gave my life to the God of Israel. I fully believed, and I still believe to this day, that God created me, and that all truth is found only in His Torah, in His Word, in His Holy Bible. Then one day, that Torah, the Bible of the Jews, convicted me of the fact and presence of Messiah. On that day, I was no longer dedicated to the God of Israel with my life alone. On that day, I found the fullness of the God of Israel, the completeness of His truth. On that day, I gave my heart and soul to Jesus. Not just my three score and ten mortal years, but my everything became His. No longer was I living as a Jew. Now I am living completed in the greatest Jew who has ever lived, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus the Christ, Jesus the Savior, Yehoshua HaMashiach. 
As Dr. Health mentioned, I am a former Jewish rabbi who has found the Jewish Messiah of the Holy Scriptures. And now I spend all my time telling others of the beautiful promise of Messiah found in the Old Testament Jewish Scriptures and the wonderful fact of Messiah Jesus fulfilled and found in the New Testament Gospels. Yes, friend believers, Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of all the promises and prophecies of the Jewish Scriptures. And like the Apostle Paul, a nice Jewish boy like myself and Dr. Health, who found the truth and then dedicated his life to preaching that good news of Lord Jesus, like Paul, I preach the gospel of the risen Savior and count myself blessed in each precious moment of sharing his holy word. Friend believer, thank you for letting me, a lost Jewish sinner, with no claim on life except the claim that I can have boldly in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you for letting me, a former Jewish rabbi, who comes with no power or ability of his own. For I come to you through the amazing grace of God, who saved and sanctified me in the precious blood of Christ and called me to preach his word, the good news of salvation. Thank you, friends, for allowing me to share my wonderful King, my wonderful Savior, the Shepherd of my soul, with you on this radio ministry. Thank you for allowing me to come and bring Jesus and His Word. I've been in prayer for months now, trying to determine what God would have me to do on this first broadcast. This is a tremendously new aspect of my ministry and something that I'm not totally fulfilled in in many ways, something that I'm a little bit nervous about, and yet the scripture tells me that I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. And so I pray your blessings, I pray your prayers for me and this radio ministry into which I'm now embarking. As I prayed for the direction that God would give me, one overwhelming sense came to me. A word from scripture above all other words that came into my life that day that I found Jesus the word that kept coming to me was shalom. Yes, my friends, shalom. Since I have come to Jesus, now I have shalom. As Paul said in Romans 5, 1, being justified by faith, I have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, friends, shalom. What almost all of us know is the Hebrew word for peace. In Israel, shalom is used as a greeting and a farewell. In scripture, shalom is a name and attribute of our mighty God. Shalom, the one Hebrew word that just about everyone recognizes. And yet the fact of shalom is so missing in our sinful world. Today we live in a world which is literally hungering for shalom. Nations, individuals, communities, even churches are seeking for God's special shalom. Our society looks in all the wrong places for shalom. More and more Satan convinces us that money, fancy possessions, and expensive fads and psychiatrists will bring us peace, will bring us the shalom of God. Perhaps the problem is that we don't truly understand that shalom of God. Indeed, shalom is one of the least understood biblical words. It is so misunderstood, misused, and misconceived. You see, to simply translate shalom as peace is to do a disservice to God's word. Shalom comes from the Hebrew root word 
shalem, which means to be complete, to be sound, to be in fulfillment, to be in wholeness, to be in unity, it denotes a restored, completed relationship. A form of the word shalom is found in every book of the Old Testament, although our King James and other Bibles often do not translate the word as peace, being more accurate in translation, such as in Joel 2.25, where the Hebrew vishalamti is correctly translated as, and I will restore to you. We see here the true Hebrew meaning of restoration. In this scripture verse, as in the majority of scripture verses using the shalom root, the meaning in some manner relates to the restored relationship between man and God. Let me repeat that. In the majority of scripture verses in which shalom is used, it refers in some manner to the restored relationship between man and God. In other words, dear friends, man can only find shalom, man can only find peace in a relationship with his God. Shalom, therefore, in the Old Testament Hebrew, has the overall meaning of peace as well as prosperity, health, completeness, safety, well-being, restored in God. One can only be fulfilled, one can only be whole, one can only be in unity with life itself when one is in a harmonious shalom relationship with God. Shalom is used in the Old Testament at least 258 times in 213 separate verses in the Hebrew. In only 58 of those passages does shalom refer to an absence of war, such as in 1 Kings 4.24, where it refers to the peace which accompanied the reign of King Solomon. That same passage could also refer to the other meanings of shalom as well. For during Solomon's rule, the Jewish kingdom enjoyed unparalleled prosperity, safety, and well-being. Shalom is also used as a form of blessing, as in 2 Samuel 15.27, and as a curse, as in 1 Kings 2.6. However, the most common usage in the Bible of the Hebrew word shalom Indeed, more than two-thirds of the time that shalom is used in the scriptures, shalom describes the state of fulfillment resulting from God's presence in the situation. Let me repeat that, brothers and sisters. Let me repeat that, dear friends. The most common usage of the Hebrew word in our scriptures, the most common usage of that word shalom, is a relationship between man and God the presence of God in a situation. Typical of this is the use of shalom in Isaiah 32, 15 through 18. It says there in Isaiah 32, 15, Until the Spirit be poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness be a fruitful field, and the fruitful field be counted as a forest, then justice shall swell in the wilderness, and righteousness remain in the fruitful field, and the work of righteousness shall be shalom, peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. And my people shall dwell in a peaceable habitation and in sure dwellings and in quiet resting places. We see from this scripture that God's presence brings about the full scope of biblical shalom, prosperity, 
safety, health, wholeness, and completeness, dwelling in the fullness of God's perfect peace, God's perfect shalom. And my friends, as believers in that truth which is Scripture, we must realize that the only answer to the turmoil and emptiness of this lost and sinful world, the only path to God's perfect shalom, is in that perfect Messiah whom God provided, that perfect Lamb of God in Jesus. For he is the only source of shalom. We'll continue here tomorrow with more on God's perfect shalom. Until that time, peace and blessings unto you. Shalom uvracha. Thank you, Brother Worthman, for that tremendous message. It's been so good to have you on our program today, and we're looking forward to having you on our broadcast again tomorrow. Will you write us today and let us know that you're standing with us? We'd appreciate it so much. And when you write, I want to send you our new Jewish home calendar for 1983, which has just come off the press. This is a beautiful calendar that will be a real blessing to your home. Now, there's a heavy expense involved in the printing and mailing out of this calendar, so please try to send the most generous offering that you possibly can. It would be greatly appreciated. Just address your letter to the Christian Jew Hour, Post Office Box 345, San Antonio, Texas, Zip 78292. Until our next broadcast, goodbye, and may the Lord be precious to your heart. We greet you once again in the highest name under heaven, the name which is above every name, the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, which in the Hebrew means Jesus the Christ. It's a pleasure to have on our broadcast again today Tom Worthman, the new dynamic evangelist, and assistant teacher of the Christian Jew Hour. Brother Worthman was a former Jewish rabbi who found the truth of the Messiah a little over four years ago. And today God is mightily using this young man as an evangelist, a Bible teacher, and a missionary to our Jewish people. And now it gives me a great pleasure to introduce to you once again my good friend and brother, our new assistant teacher, Tom Worthman. Shalom uvracha, b'shem Adonai Yeshua. Greetings and blessings in the name of Lord Jesus. Welcome, brothers and sisters, to another of our messages in this series on God's perfect shalom. If you'll remember last time, we looked at Psalm 85, where we found God calling forth unto mankind, indeed inviting mankind, into his shalom. We found there that God wants man to live in shalom. But scripture so aptly describes us as it tells us that man instead chose the folly of sin. Man chose to dwell in folly. In Genesis the second chapter we find Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Indeed Adam and Eve lived in a perfect world of shalom. For they had peace and prosperity. In that Garden of Eden they had health and completeness and fulfillment. They dwelt in safety. Furthermore, they had a perfect shalom, for they had a one-with-one one relationship with God their Maker. Adam and Eve had it made, they lived in a paradise of shalom, and yet man's first folly, indeed man's constant folly, was to disobey God 
and in so doing to forfeit shalom. We find that since that time man has continuously attempted to re-establish shalom in his life. Man has sought after every philosophy and every attempted manner of meaningful relationships in this world and yet has failed to achieve a relationship with the very source of shalom, with God who can give a covenant of shalom, with God who can make peace with man. One of the most beautiful of scripture verses is found in Numbers 6.26. The priestly benediction contains special promises of God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom. My friends, that is God's covenant of shalom. That is God's covenant of peace. God does not want us to simply live in a world where there are no wars. God wants us to live in the completeness of his blessings. He wants to shine down upon us. He wants us to live in the fullness of his grace. And through his blessed countenance, through his presence in our lives, we can live in the fullness of shalom. But you ask, what must we do to live in God's covenant of peace? Psalm 34.14 tells us, Seek shalom and pursue it. Seek peace and go after it. It might aptly be translated, Seek after God and pursue God. Isaiah 54.13 talks of all our children being taught of the Lord, and then great shall be the shalom of those children. In the second chapter of Malachi and the 34th chapter of Ezekiel, we clearly learn that it is God himself and only God who can make a covenant of peace with men. As it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. The very God of shalom will sanctify you completely. Beloved, do you want God's shalom? Do you want to enter into his covenant of peace? Then you must turn to God, you must seek God, for he is the only source of shalom. He will bless you, he will keep you, his grace can be upon you, indeed his shalom is wholly yours, his peace is yours for the asking, if you will just surrender your life to Jesus. For Jesus Christ is the completeness, he is the fullness, he is God's perfect shalom. Jesus the Messiah said, that in me you might have peace. John 16.33 so aptly describes the status of shalom in this world, it can be found only in Jesus Christ. That true and lasting peace, that true shalom, is only possible through our Lord and Savior, the God of peace, Jesus Christ. Philippians 4.9, Romans 15.33, and many other scriptures call Jesus the Christ, the God of peace. Indeed, my friends, scripture is rich with the proof of this important attribute of God. God is shalom. God the Father is called the God of peace in 2 Corinthians 13.11. He's called our peace in Judges 6.24. He's called the King of peace in Hebrews 7.2. And the Lord of peace in 2 Thessalonians 3.16.
the beautiful Savior, Jesus Christ, is referred to as the Prince of Peace in Acts 3.15 and Isaiah 9.6, and Jesus Christ is called the abundance of peace and truth in Jeremiah 33.6 and Ephesians 2.14. What better symbol for the Holy Spirit of God than the peace-loving, symbol of peace, the dove, as we find in Matthew 3.16. And the work of that dove of God in bringing peace into the lives of men is recorded in Galatians 2.14. Overall, we might say that the words of 1 Corinthians 14.33 speak most fully of God's role in the shalom of man. It is there that God is called the author of peace. How better to describe the true nature and source of our peace? God is shalom. He is the author of peace in this lost world. Job 22:21 says, Acquaint now yourself with God and be in shalom. Thereby shall good come unto you. It might also be translated, You have to know God to have shalom. You have to know God to be at peace. Do you know God? Have you shalom in your life? Do you have the peace that passes understanding? Do you have friends who are hungering and thirsting after shalom? Why not accept him right now? Why not share him right now? All you'll lose is emptiness and strife, loneliness and bitterness but you'll gain the shalom of God. You'll gain that peace that passes understanding. You will have fullness and prosperity of the soul, completeness and well-being. You can this day be restored to the fullness of God. In Isaiah chapter 52, God speaks of the coming promise of peace. He says, People shall know in that day that I am he who does speak, Behold, it is I. God goes goes on to say, How beautiful upon the mountain are the feet of him that brings good tidings, that publishes peace, that brings good tidings of good, that publishes salvation, that says unto Zion, Thy God reigns. In Haggai 2.9, God proclaims that he himself will bring shalom. How beautifully fulfilled are those words of prophecy as recorded in Luke 1.79. Jesus came to guide our feet into ways of peace. Jesus came, the Prince of Shalom, the Prince of Peace, to bring God's fullness of shalom into the lost lives of men. As Jesus said in John 14.27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. How does he give peace? When does he give peace? Why does he give peace? Where does he give peace? To whom does he give peace? Jesus said, In me you might have peace. Jesus said, In me is shalom. Scripture continuously tells us, as in Ephesians 2.14, that he is our peace. Only in Jesus can we find peace. Only through the cross of Christ can we find shalom. Only in a relationship with Jesus as our Savior, as our given Messiah, can we have shalom. How? Simply because he is peace, 
Jesus can give of himself. Jesus gives peace because Jesus is peace. Jesus gives shalom because Jesus is shalom. When? Whenever a sinner in faith accepts the grace of God, the atoning blood of Jesus Christ on their life. Whenever the sinner is willing to trade his life of confusion and sin, degradation, emptiness, and strife for the shalom of Christ. Why? Can we ever fathom why God loves us? Can we ever understand the fullness of his grace? Yet quite simply, because he is shalom, because he is love, because his very nature is grace, we can attain unto the fullness of shalom. Where and to whom, wherever and to whomever will receive. He is no respecter of persons or locations. He is creator of all. He is Lord of all. You see, friends, it is not the how, the when, the why, or the wherefore of God's plan which is so important. What is truly important is the fact of God in the lives of men. God is offering you himself God is offering you what Philippians 4-7 calls the peace of God which passes all understanding. Scripture quite simply describes the situation of the world as lost, but we can be found again in the God of Shalom. We're going to continue here tomorrow, brothers and sisters, with more on God's perfect Shalom, on the fullness and completeness which can come into your life in a relationship through Christ Jesus. And now in the fullness of God's perfect shalom, in the love of Jesus our Christ, shalom uvracha, peace and blessings to you. Thank you, Brother Worthman, for that tremendous message. It's been so good to have you on our program today, and we're looking forward to having you on our broadcast again tomorrow. Now, beloved, please don't forget the great spiritual need of our Jewish people. More than anything else, the Jews need to know that Jesus Christ is the promised Messiah of Israel. Will you write us today and let us know that you're standing with us? We'd appreciate it so much. And when you write, I want to send you our new Jewish home calendar for 1983, which has just come off the press. This is a beautiful calendar that will be a real blessing to your home. Now, there's a heavy expense involved in the printing and mailing out of this calendar, so please try to send the most generous offering that you possibly can. It would be greatly appreciated. Just address your letter to the Christian Jew Hour. That's the Christian Jew Hour. Post Office Box 345, that's Box 345, San Antonio, Texas, Zip 78292. Until our next broadcast, goodbye, and may the Lord be precious to your heart.